thought about doing an intro this week. I thought about doing some shit like you know, live from the U.S. Capitol where Joe Biden has won the election oh, oh, oh. again, again. B- but not gonna. And again. <laughs> Let's and avoid again. the Capitol right now. Still, <laughs> again. It's, 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 it's like back and forth like Tanya Roberts. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Give us a second. Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, January the 8th. It's been a hot minute since we've been together, but we are back with our first show of 2021. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today on the show, we've got... Brandon Parnes. <laughs> Redbeard. Caleb the Mustard Tiger. I am Curtis. Caleb. So, so Redbeard for those for long. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get there. So for for long time listeners, Redbeard is Brad who has a beard now. Curtis is clean shaven and has no beard. <laughs> Curtis is clean shaven with no beard. It looks like a twelve year old girl. I I shaved my beard, dyed it red, and gave it to Brad. He just glued it on. There you go. And Caleb no, is that. Caleb is brand new to the show. Welcome. What is up with the mustard tiger? Tell us about that. Okay, so have you guys seen Trailer Park Boys? No. Um, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like one of my favorite shows, and there's a character, and he's like this goofy dude, and uh, they call him the Mustard Tiger. And so I just thought it was really funny. So I just started using that name in just various places. It's just kind of inside joke with myself. <laughs> all right, as long as you make yourself laugh, that, I guess that's all that matters. Well, we are a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever. First of all, we want to thank our Patreon supporters for joining us on the video live stream tonight and everyone listening to the podcast wherever and whenever you are listening. We've got a good show for you this week. Again, it's our first week back, so we're going to kind of get caught up a little bit. We're going to take a look back at the shit show that was 2020, and we are going to salvage out our favorite things from entertainment and pop culture from that flaming dumpster fire that was 2020. And then we're going to look ahead. Uh, some hopefully, you know, we all wanted 2021 to be a little bit better than it has started. We got like six good days out of it before everything went to hell. Um, but we are going to be looking forward to uh, the rest of the month of January. We're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in entertainment and pop culture in the month of January. Plus, we got all the entertainment and pop culture news, this week's pop quiz, and a whole lot more. We're going to dive into all of that right after this. Hi there, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. All right. So, first of all, I guess we should ask, what's everybody been up to? Oh, it's been a while. I'm trying to think when the last time was we got together. What's everybody been up to over the holidays? We'll go that route with it. What uh, I don't necessarily know, like what you watched or what you played or whatever. But how's how is everybody? Everybody healthy? Anybody do anything? Everybody stayed in their homes and avoided the plague. What what's everybody been up to? Curtis, you get your hand raised for those who, at home who can't see the podcast. Go ahead, yeah, my twelve year old girl. 
<laughs> I um, today is my last day of quarantine. Hey, I've been quarantined. Were you uh, yeah, positive I, or just exposed? Oh, I got I got HIV positive. No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I tested positive for COVID. Um, I'm pretty sure I know where I got it from, but uh, I won't get into that. Not me. Yeah, wasn't him. But yeah, I got it over the holidays. So nice. Sho- that- shocking! I made it the entire year. As as many people that I worked in close with that got right. COVID and I never got it, I was pretty positive that I was uh, asymptomatic. But I ended up catching it. So yeah, you were pretty positive, all right. Is that why? Uh, is, is that why you had to shave? Were you like just bored in quarantine and like fuck it? I'm taking a razor to this and no, like I got cast in something and you know I was asking about the beard. So we were. This is kind of a test run. Uh, the person's into it. I'm not. I'm hoping to get the beard back. But yeah, um, I wasn't really feeling sick when I tested positive. But then um, after they sent me home, like a day after I was sent home, I was, uh, you know pretty congested and sneezing a lot and lasted for a few days and then i was kind of fine after that except i can't taste anything did you say it lasted for a few days or you were flaccid for a few days yes <laughs> yes because i heard one and not the other yes yeah, did. yes but i'm pretty healthy now my my taste buds and my sense of smell are slowly coming back so <laughs> the erection has returned. Everything's good again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. You're lucky. Mine lasted. I couldn't taste or smell for about two and a half months when I got it. I mean, like it's slow. Like I've been feeling good since like Monday, and I still can't taste much. I was I just by habit when I got out of the shower put cologne on, and I barely could uh, sense it. So it, that's more than before. So I'm getting there. Right on. Yeah, my wife was like, I didn't think you ate that stuff. I was like, I don't. I can't taste it. I figured this is a great time to eat it. So. <laughs> Perfect time to go on that healthy diet. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. I can't taste or smell what it is. So this is a great time. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I know where you're going. I think it has nothing to do with the flaccid, but uh, we'll leave it at that. What's everybody else been up to? Anybody else catch the quarantine Everybody, or the, the COVID? Anybody else in quarantine because they were positive? I had to quarantine nope. because I was exposed, but that you know how that shit goes. That's <laughs> not my first one of those. Yeah, I had like two quarantines for exposure, but I never got it. Yeah. What's everybody else been doing? Anything? Anybody Anybody get anything cool for Christmas or... Are we all to the point where we're, I mean, other than the 12-year-old girl, I'm sure Curtis got some Barbies or something. The rest of us, probably a little old for getting Christmas gifts, too. Yeah, I see you waving the middle finger at us. Go ahead. Anybody pick anything up over the holidays, uh, whether it was a Christmas present or anything else? I got a TV stand. <laughs> is that for your Is that for your, for your bedroom there, Sally? Yeah. <laughs> I had some fun masks. Oh yeah, what you you made or you got or what'd you get there? I, I found them on T Public. Okay, yeah. What'd you get? So I got Billy the Answer Head from Figure It Out. Nice. Um, I got uh, that's a black. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Taskmaster. Uh, not the Black Widow character. The uh, the British uh, panel show. 
Yeah. And uh, got a, a double dare one. Imagine. Of that. course. <laughs> Nobody saw and, that coming. Uh, <laughs> Total surprise. And, uh, Batman Beyond. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Kenny, did I you like make Batman any Beyond. of the... Uh, Kenny, did you end up making any of the uh, Eagle Thing dojo masks that you're... It uh, just got digitized today, so as soon as we're done with this podcast, I am heading <laughs> to make a Eagle Thing mask. Awesome. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. I've been making masks. I've probably been doing about oh, 50 or more a week, so doing all the different embroidery stuff people have been wanting and all that. So I've been busy doing a ton of those. Right. So, outside of that, I've, you know, didn't do a whole lot until come time to binge watch Vikings and Sabrina. So, you had, you had about a week straight there where you were binging something every day. Well, I I was uh, up until, oh, I, just about the 30th, I think, I finally got all the masks done that people had been wanting. I got everybody Christmas-wise taken care of. Then I had some people come in late. So I was like, you know what? I've been doing nothing but literally get up in the morning at 7 o'clock, eat, start doing those, and get done about 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. And uh, so I've been like, okay, I'm just going to take a few days to myself and just watch some <laughs> stuff I've been wanting to watch. So that's what right. I've been doing. Very cool. We'll get to that here in a little bit too. Anybody else before we move on? Brad, what have you been doing? Working. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Basically it. Yeah. I will I just, say this. I, I got this background. This yeah, background. For the for those on the live stream, that is not an actual comedy club brick wall that Curtis is sitting in front of. It just looks that way on your on your Zoom monitor. You're like, anybody ever ask you to shave? Yeah. <laughs> it goes into a whole routine about that. <laughs> What's the deal with the twelve year old girls? No. <laughs> so I've been so. Uh, I picked up this new show like just a couple days ago called Alice in Borderland on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Have you guys seen that one? I've heard that of it. That one's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, uh, it's a Netflix original. Um, it's like Japanese, um, like in Tokyo and they have to like play these games cause they get teleported to this like alternate Tokyo where it's all just a big game, but it's really, really, uh, well-written and, I mean, it just it just starts, and it's definitely I definitely would recommend you guys put it in your list. Right on. Is it a real show or is it like a cartoon? <laughs> no, it, it's just it's all it's no. totally in Caleb's head. <laughs> he's, right. just making, he's just making the yeah, shit no, up as no, he's talking. Just, yeah, no, I just like uh, I just keep thinking about that. And it's awesome, uh, but no, it's a, it's a live action, and okay. uh, yeah, it's definitely cool. Right on. Well, I guess we can kind of touch on, we can wrap up the uh, stuff from 2020. Well, nah, fuck it. We'll get to 2020 in a little bit. Let's get into the top top five stories in entertainment and pop culture this week because we got a lot going on. Um, let's just count them down to one through five. At number five, actor, singer, German icon, the guy that stood lit up on the wall and sang it as it crumbled. David Hasselhoff is auctioning off some of the props that he's collected over the years from television and movies and those things. Among them, uh, here's the two that I thought are just fantastic collector's items. First up, you've got the 14-foot-long David Hasselhoff surfboard that was used in the SpongeBob movie. 
um, which is, you know, I, I was trying to think of where I could put that. I guess I could put it across the table here. Uh, should I happen to pick no. up the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a giant replica. It looks like, like a smiling David Hasselhoff, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, laying on his like belly. Laying, yeah, exactly. The, with SpongeBob and Patrick ride. Uh, and, and you know that whoever picks that up is uh, going to ride it, I'm sure, um, in other ways. And the so, other piece that yeah. he is auctioning off, the other, the big item, I guess, the highlight of the uh, of the auction is the Kit car from Knight Rider. He's actually, I guess, he kept a version of Kit because I know multiples were used. Um, I guess he kept one, and he is going to auction it off. And apparently, he's actually, if, if for the price they're asking, I guess he could throw this in. Um, but he will personally deliver the the ride to the winning bidder. So. I don't know. Maybe we need to start like a, a Kickstarter, uh, Indiegogo, some sort of crowdfunding campaign, and we can just like send it around. You know, everybody that pitches in a certain amount, they get to oh, drive it for a, a week or something. Yeah. Wonder if it talks. I'm I'm guessing not. Although for the price he's asking, you could probably hire somebody to sit in the <laughs> sit under you know behind the dash. Take your pick, uh, William <laughs> Daniels, Val Kilmer. I've, I've seen a, a thing on it. It's got like pre-programmed things that it says. So you just push the buttons. And <laughs> so it's it like says, it's like those old pull string dolls, you know. <laughs> you you yeah, pull the string yeah, and it yeah. says some one of five things or something. There's a snake in my boots. Yeah, exactly. If I could get yeah. the surfboard, I would just like put it in my front yard. Just like as in like, <laughs> like a, right in my front yard. Yeah, like next to the jockey and the flamingo, and then there's the surfboard right. of David Hasselhoff. I'm the younger one here. Like that's the first time I saw David Hasselhoff was it in the SpongeBob movie. Hey, real quick question: Are you the younger one here? Because <laughs> you never yeah, mentioned that. that <laughs> although Curtis well, is going to give you a run for his money that, now. Although, <laughs> although you're sporting more facial hair than Curtis this week, so I don't know. You may have to you may have to keep us straight on that because Curtis kind of looks like the younger one this week. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. You got a pretty mouth. Number four. After 20 years on the air, PBS has finally canceled that fucking Caillou. Uh, oh, which, <laughs> which is good riddance. I thought about making that higher, but uh, I put it at number four. But thank God. Did anybody have to sit through that shit growing up or with your own kids? I watched or? it by choice, unfortunately. Wow. Well, it was uh, good having you with us this week, Brandon. We will catch you uh, sometime. See, down everybody, there. check out Pop Goes <laughs> Game Show. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Caillou's a. Uh, go ahead, Giddy. You're familiar uh, with just, it. Uh, when my kids were coming in and they would want to watch it, I'm like, no, we're not watching that shit. <laughs> no. I had to go find them something else to watch. I was like, there's a lot of that. Like, Clifford the Big else. Red Dog bullshit and all that wasn't too hard. But goddamn, Caillou was horrible to watch. Caillou's like a what, like a three or four year old Charlie Brown looking motherfucker who just whines constantly <laughs> about everything. He, he, he makes Charlie Brown look, you know, distinguished. <laughs> he makes Charlie Brown look like a badass. He's an alpha male compared to <laughs> compared to, to Caillou. I actually I watched the video where they were talking about PBS canceling it. And all these parents are just like, finally. But also in the same story they they talked about there's this show in denmark or something this new animated show where a guy yeah. has an overly long penis and it's, yeah. it's a show for kids and he's like you know using his penis to like fly around and like do 
grill shit. I don't know. It just looks fucking weird. So it's like a documentary, the, really. <laughs> here's the weird thing, and I know I know way too much about this. I was under the impression that Kanye ended. Oh, okay. Like, I thought you were talking about the penis. Years ago, and no. they're just pulling it off the air. Like, no, nope. they've been making new episodes all this oh, time. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, not as many as you know up front. They get a few in the bank, and then they just you know we'll run them on repeat and stuff. But yeah, they've been throwing out a few every year and. Caillou's going away finally, <laughs> and uh, and yes, our our I guess was a Dan- Denmark. Our Danish friends are making cartoons about prehensile penises. I guess uh, that's that's. I'd something. probably watch that show. Then Caillou, fuck yes, in a heartbeat. PBS uh, should pick it up. <laughs> yeah, PBS. Right. <laughs> What's the P stand for in PBS? Uh, the uh, number three, the Italian government is spending $22 million to renovate the floor of Rome's Colosseum. The new floor will recreate the original flooring, uh, which opened and closed above a network of tunnels below that would release gladiators, wild animals, prisoners, whatever, up into the arena. So right now there is no flooring. Like if you go to the to Colosseum and you look down, you see like all the stone tunnel work but the flooring is completely gone out of the middle of the of the arena so they're putting all that back it's going to have the you know you pull this door and the retractable shit opens and closes and it's accessible from underneath and stuff so i'm sure there'll be some sort of vip package where you can pay a little extra and get to enter from the floor of the arena or some shit on your tour but uh, they'll make that 22 million back i'm sure would you? That's, that's a place. If I could go one place, that'd be the place I'd go. God, I've, I've wanted to go to Coliseum forever. Would you? Would you do it in full like cosplay? Would you go, come in and way. fucking come in in the I, fucking leather thong? I, and, only if I got to fight somebody. If I got to fight somebody, then yes, I would. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That'd be awesome. I think I would. I think I would come in the leather thong anyway. <laughs> Regardless if there's a fight or not, just you're, just come on. Like, you fighting too? You're like, no, just here for the thong. <laughs> exactly. I just want to be seen by eighty thousand people in my thong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always been a dream of mine too. <laughs> Uh, at number two this week, Kiss's New Year's Eve concert in Dubai set two Guinness World Records. Uh, first was for the, quote, most flame projections launched simultaneously at a music concert. And the second was for the highest flame projection in a music concert. Did anybody catch any part of the Kiss New Year's Eve concert? No, I couldn't. Nobody in the family wanted to watch it, so I was like, "Ah, no sense just getting it for me." I'm sure it'll be out on DVD or something, or on something to watch. Yeah, well, you know that's like, you know that's like, you know, they're not going to be around much longer. This is supposed to be the the last tour they're on. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's supposed to be. Yeah, just like no early in 2020, last 80 times. Right. Yeah, they've been on their uh, Um, farewell tour since like '96, '98. So. Yeah, but this last year, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley both have had like some pretty severe health, health issues. issues yeah. So I I kind of tend to believe it this time. Plus, the drummer has got some stuff that he's been working on, and guitarist has too. So I think they're kind of wanting to be like, okay, we're not a hundred years old like you guys. We kind of want to do more with our career. So I can see yeah. it being the last of it. It's yeah. 
the uh, I'm surprised they're not chasing the record for like the oldest band on stage, like combined ages. Which I know the Stones, you're not going to get. You know, you, you got a long <laughs> ways to go. You're going to have to replace some of your younger members with like a few older guys. But well, Keith uh, Richards came into the Stones, at, you know, 75 years old. So <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like 150 now. They used to do what the ACDC's been doing. Every time a band member dies, <laughs> just get someone else in there. Right, exactly. Just put somebody some, new in. Some other, some other family member that knows how to pick up a guitar. That looks just like <laughs> the guy that died. <laughs> and at number one this week, Wonder Woman 1984 has passed the $100 million mark at the global box office. I think last I saw it was like at $118 million. Um so not only is it far and away the biggest film of the pandemic era, but Warner Brothers has said, you know what? Fuck with that. For that kind of money, let's go ahead and make a Wonder Woman part three. Um, of course, 118 million is a far cry from the $200 million budget of the movie, but uh, it's it's not. <laughs> it's a weird time we live in when a $200 million movie makes $100 million after you know a couple of weeks in the studios like fuck let's make another one of those <laughs> let's lose let's lose, let's, let's lose another hundred million of shit i heard it wasn't good either like i uh, saw some of that it's uh, it has not gotten very good reception who here has seen wonder woman 84 has anybody watched it okay so caleb's seen it brandon's seen it kenny you've seen it no, you've not curtis you've seen parts no. brad have you yeah, seen any parts of it? No, I have not. Okay, so between Caleb, Brandon, uh, who have seen the whole thing, give us your thoughts, and then we'll kind of circle back around. Go ahead, somebody. I thought it was fun. Not necessarily good. I thought it was entertaining. I enjoyed watching it. But if they really wanted to go that route, they could have done a much better job with it. Right on. Caleb, thoughts? Um, so I, I mean, Wonder Woman is, the first one was like a really good movie. Right. The second one, you know, kind of teetered down a little bit. Um, I felt like, I felt like the writing wasn't there. You know, a lot of stuff just felt really thrown in like Chris Pine. I felt like <laughs> they just kind of threw him in there again. And I mean, the CGI was cool and it was there and it was a really big movie. It had a lot of action sequences, but just like the story just started going kind of away with itself. So I I don't think it was a bad movie by any means, but I went into it expecting like the first Wonder Woman to just be this really great movie. And I was let down and I think an awful lot of people were also. So I hope they take the criticism with uh, Wonder Woman 3, which... I personally think is going to be set in instead of eighty four, it's going to be ninety four during the uh, <laughs> inter, during the internet age. So it's going to be www. Oh shit! Dot. Wonder Woman Wonder three. Woman. Oh Hell yeah, man. That that's smart. That's Warner Media one. make make checks payable to or Caleb the Mustard. Or it could be <laughs> <laughs> day, and you can call it at www. Yeah, like, oh, there you, you go. might get a you, you might get a lawsuit from Weight Watchers. That's right. That's they true. probably won't put it in the nineties because of Captain Marvel. To be honest, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, unless they do like a crossover. Yeah, turn of the new millennium. That worked so well for Captain Marvel. <laughs> Curtis, you've seen bits and pieces. You said of the pieces that you've seen. Obviously, you don't have the context of the whole film, but of the parts no. you've seen, what have you? What have you thought so far? Uh, honestly, I looked it up and I saw that Patty Jenkins was a co-writer on this one, whereas she wasn't the first one. Right. Probably, probably shouldn't let her write the third one. 
just I don't know. It seemed dumbed down compared to the first one, just from what I saw of it. It okay. just was kind of stupid to me. Just the whole idea of how they brought Chris Pine back was really dumb. <laughs> a little it was really little, stupid. A little rapey. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's kind of rapey. Like. <laughs> If that's like, if you're gonna have the way that they brought him back, like if you're gonna have the impetus for it, then you could have done that a hundred different ways. The rule they made or the rule they were thinking that they had to do that just didn't make any, any sense whatsoever. Any sense? Like when? Yeah. It could have been any other thing. Yeah. So here's my uh, Wonder Woman experience. We Christmas night, we're like, well, fuck, we got Wonder Woman or we've got Soul. We're like, let's start with Wonder Woman. So we pull up HBO Max and we're like, oh, two and a half hours. Fuck this. Let's pull up Soul and watch that. So we watched Soul. Great fucking movie, by the way. If you haven't seen Soul on what Disney Plus, totally worth that watching. That was my exact thought. Like, I had the exact <laughs> thought as you. I was just like, eh, I don't want to invest this much time. Exactly. So we watched Soul. We're like, oh, that's great. Let's kick it off. Now we're going to Wonder Woman on the 26th, the next night. And we get, I don't know the exact spot. I want to say around 45 minutes in. And people are like starting to get up and wander off to do other shit. And it's not like doing other shit like playing video games. It's like getting up like, hey, I'll help you clean the kitchen. So, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, eh. So yeah, it uh, it it is uh, definitely a step down from the original Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, yeah, hopefully- I wasn't even that impressed with the original Wonder Woman, so. I'll probably avoid the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you did not like the first one, um, there's not much there to like from chance. the second it was, one. Yeah. It was all right. I didn't think it deserved the hype that it got. Yeah. I did enjoy uh, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> it felt it like was, he was in a totally different movie from everybody else. Like He, he was knew, in a totally different movie. He, he knew he this was a, a fucking joke, so I'm just going to go for broke. He was in a Donald Trump parody movie. Yeah. He was in a fuck. Yeah. He, he was in like a Christopher Guest kind of movie. <laughs> like, that's yeah, like it's like he watched. Uh, you guys, did you guys see the Funny or Die thing that Johnny Depp did, where it was the art of the deal, the movie, right? Yeah, Adam McKay did, and it literally felt like he watched that and was like, "This is how I'm gonna play it." Yeah, he was going for a Not Tropic even, Thunder feel in the middle yeah, of a Wonder Woman, a shitty Wonder Woman movie. So yeah, it's not even like oh, I'm going to play like Donald Trump. I'm going to play like how Johnny Depp played Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Uh, it was something else. So that's your top five this week. I know you guys have been watching the news as well. Um, what are some of the stories you guys have been watching in entertainment and pop culture over the last uh, week or so? And we'll just go in any order, whatever you guys. If anybody's got some news they've been keeping an eye on, uh, tell us about it. What have you been watching? I guess I'll go first. Go Hold ahead, on. Curtis. Let me change this real quick pull up your news yeah uh let's see um actress tanya roberts um from charlie's angels uh view to kill i'm not familiar with sheena the movie (laughs) it it was a beastmaster knockoff (laughs) i'm more familiar with the crappy 90s tv show which she wasn't a part of right and um she was in that 70s show well she died at the age of 65 no actually i heard that she didn't pass away on sunday like that we were told oh um yeah well wait but no she's a she's a she's dead she died yeah i heard she was a vampire (laughs) 
Well, wait, wait, hold on, yeah. <laughs> the undead? She, she's the living dead. She's a vampire. Oh. Um, well, no, I also heard that she's secretly, you know, Candace Bergen. Or, you know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she's I immortal. She got, <laughs> I heard she got the coronavirus shot, and that's what brought her back. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it brings you back. <laughs> and she grew a um, tail, too, from the coronavirus shot, I thought apparently. she traveled in time back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, she, that's how she was on that '70s show. Mm, that, <laughs> there you go. And, well, and she looked older then, so and then she's de-aged. And I'm telling you, she's she's some sort of immortal. Well, actually, she's dead, Jim. She's dead. Are we sure? <laughs> Has anybody? Well, I think we're. <laughs> I Has anybody held a mirror it. under her nose like, to see if it'd fog up? <laughs> apparently, apparently, what happened was her publicist said that her fiance or her partner, whoever he was, thought she had died, but she was sleeping. But then she died. But then she died. The she apparently had. Sleep. <laughs> she apparently had a UTI, which turned septic, which is actually pretty common with women her age. Um, yeah, that's kind of kind of a raw deal, but yeah, she's dead now. Tanya Roberts, if you're oh listening, <laughs> call into the show. Let us know. Reach out to us on social media. Let us know if you are truly dead or let, alive. Let, yeah, let us know. I, please, I hope cause... they put a bell on her casket like they used to do for cholera patients. <laughs> I'm not dead I yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's actually like her character from that '70s show. She's just dizzy. Why am I in this box? Ooh, a bell! Ding, 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 ding! Like a cat. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're all going to hell for making fun of somebody who died. All right. But seriously, like yeah, I loved her. I, I loved her on that '70s show. show. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen View to a Kill or really Charlie's Angels, but she was. You haven't seen a View to a Kill. Show. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. shit! I, I've seen all of Connery's, all of Bronson's, all of Craig's. I've like skipped all of Roger Moore's. <laughs> Start with the View to it's a Kill, which was his real. last one, because it's the the worst, <laughs> the campiest. The, yeah, it's 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 got it's got uh, Christopher Walken chewing scenery. It's 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 pretty pretty quality. All right, yeah, so Curtis, thanks know. Curtis for bringing us that. <laughs> what uh, what else you guys been watching? Go ahead, Caleb. Okay, okay, okay. So this one was super funny, and it, I picked it up like earlier this week, but apparently there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around, as conspiracy what? theories do. <laughs> I've yeah. not heard that yeah. one. <laughs> On Reddit, Twitter, and all this stuff. So they're sharing that, you know, these COVID-19 vaccines have microchips in them, you know, because the lizard Illuminati is trying to control <laughs> I hear, us. I hear they reanimate the dead actresses with the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> I actually, with, with, <laughs> the paperwork we got at work for when they were like, we're going to get the vaccine, it literally says, no, it does not have a microchip. I'm like, this is the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want it if it doesn't have a microchip. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Uh, but no. Uh, so yeah, the conspiracy theories going around, and and so these images have been shared around. How they have these schematic drawings of the of the circuitry of what they look like, and um, so guitar uh, guitar world reached out, and they were like, "Hey, this looks a little bit familiar." So it turns out the schematic that was going around in all these conspiracy theories was actually the circuit board in a guitar effects pedal. <laughs> so um they were like hey uh that's a guitar effects pedal so uh i just thought that was pretty funny well now that's i great. definitely want this yeah, yeah. no shit <laughs> if i'm gonna sell yeah, well it, yeah. i want i want guitar effects 
Who doesn't? Just, just implanted into inside, inside of you? Yeah, fuck yeah. Why you can use a speed if, and have like Wawa and distortion. Wawa, because wow, wow. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know. It makes your body an amp. It's just whether, where just, do you... Where do you plug the guitar? Plug the cord right up my ass. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. Oh, you know where. <laughs> we know where it goes. <laughs> I got your Wawa right here. <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> All right. That's yeah. The, the fact is, I don't know which is more alarming. The fact that people are like, yeah, that's the schematic for the, for the microchip or the fact that somebody was looking at the schematic for the microchips. Like, oh, that's clearly a fucking guitar pedal. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That's something else. Uh, so thanks for that, Caleb. What else has anybody been watching? Uh, stories, entertainment, pop culture. What else has been uh, grabbing your attention this week? I guess I'll go next. Uh, for all of our collectors of uh, figures and stuff, uh, Masters of the Universe has released uh, some uh, Origins figures. So they've, uh, of course, they've released the, you know, your more familiar ones like He-Man, Skeletor, Orko, Tila, stuff like that. But they're doing a second wave, and that's going to get some of the ones like Merman, Hordak, Triclops. You know, She-Ra, Stinkor, and Roboto, he actually has the little mechanical, you can see the things inside of him, make him turn, so that's pretty cool. And uh, they're all, the pre-orders are all up on these at various places like Entertainment Earth, um, in and out kind of uh, Walmart will have some, then Big Bad Toy Store has pre-orders, so they're all about the same price, about 16 bucks for them, and then they've got some of the deluxe figures, um, which is they've got Battle Armor He-Man, Battle Armor Skeletor, and uh, Clamp Champ, which I honestly didn't remember who that was, but apparently he's... <laughs> that sounds like an STD. I'm sorry, what is it? Attorney, I mean, but... And then they got Ram Man, and all of those come with, like, <laughs> extra Man. heads that you can have. they got extra hands, extra weapons, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm sitting here laughing at extra head, extra hands, Ram Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Do with that information what you will. So. Yeah, exactly. But all those are okay. about 20 bucks. And so they've got other, like, Panthor is going to come both flocked and unflocked. So there's about a $15 <laughs> get difference your, of those. That's get your flocking Panthor. Exactly. And then, of course, you can get the Castle Grey Skull. Come, you can either get that at Walmart or Big Bad Toys. There's about a ten dollar difference in those and then uh outside of that i'd i'd say there's a there's an entertainment earth exclusive uh scare glow he actually glows and if i was going to pick up one in hopes that something would have value down the road that's probably the one i would go with the glow in the dark so one. If it, if, yeah just uh those that character no matter what he comes in always goes up in value like significantly in the hundreds of dollars so that would be the one i would get for anybody listening that if you're thinking about that so that was my little story right invest on. in your future or just take yeah. them out of the box and display them up here by on your shelves i've got There's i've got a few <laughs> i got a couple of those up there they're actually they they look really good. I know there's some like purists that are pissing and moaning because it, they actually have articulation now, but they look very similar to the ones we played with back in the '80s. Not Brandon; he's the young one. But 
I wasn't well, alive I don't, in the 80s, like I don't like Skeletor because he looks like he's got a surprise finger in the ass. And I saw, <laughs> Did you not catch that episode? <laughs> that, this has clearly been explained. I don't know why you... Well, it, it's, it's not a finger. It's a guitar cord. Because he's yeah. got the wall-wall I was thinking Fisto come in and uh, <laughs> snuck up on him. They they have some scarily like innuendo characters between like Fisto. And... I'm just saying we're talking about up the ass and you say Fisto and it's like oh god, I don't want them two together. <laughs> or do you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anything else? Anybody else? Uh, Brad, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, video rentals dead again. Which I thought it died a couple times already. But actually, I hear. <laughs> actually, I hear Tanya Roberts has a video store. <laughs> they gave they gave the video store a COVID and it came back. Right, but uh, yeah, I guess Family Video, which apparently was the last national rental chain, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> but uh, they're shutting down all 248 of their remaining video stores. You know what that means? That means go. That means just like when uh, Movie Gallery went out of business, go buy some movies. Three dollar DVDs, scratched up DVDs with no bonus features. That's where I got my last Tango in Paris. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. People have been using them for pizza cutters and everything. It was all buttery. Uh, anyway, uh, I heard Fisto was the last rental on that one. But uh, yeah, I guess the uh, they're citing COVID as being the final nail in their coffin. <laughs> you know, they just got the vaccine, right? But uh, they've been struggling with uh, the advent of streaming services, but they've been kind of keeping, you know, keep it kicking somehow. But COVID just came in and stopped the life out of them. So, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, their their entire new release wall is just a blank wall. Like, did everybody rent out the new releases? No, there's not been anything out in like right. <laughs> ten months. So yeah, I well, guess the, one, the only video rental left is a uh, red box kiosks, which I don't know how many people still use those in the yeah. in the world of streaming. Occasionally, yeah. I was gonna say the family videos that. Well, like in our area, all turned into like CBD joints. <laughs> yeah, they, they got to make that yeah. money somehow. Yeah, no shit. I don't know where I'm, I'm going to get my CBD now. Even as they were still renting the movies and stuff, they were turning into CBD shops. Like, yeah. CBD shop, you can get your CBD and your porn from the back of the uh, store. <laughs> yeah, all about that stress relief. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't it sounds like a Friday. The, <laughs> got my Friday book. <laughs> I don't know about the one in the Yosho, Brad, but all the ones up here had a porn section in the back. You know, we, there's one in the Osho, which is where we're from, but I couldn't tell you if I've ever stepped foot in the thing since it was a family video. Well, that's it why used, they're out of business. Right. It used to be a movie gallery, and I went to a movie gallery all the time before they closed, but I never stepped foot in the family video. Yeah. So I'm honestly not surprised that they're closing down. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably doesn't have anything to do with like 500 streaming services you can get. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna list them. And if you really wanted a DVD, I mean, you would. There are ways to get a DVD. You can, you know, either right. sign up for Netflix's DVD service or Redbox or whatever. You don't have to go into a janky store and be helped by a kid making but minimum wage. Now, 
doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but now, if you want a DVD, just go to the family video and buy up all buy their it for three dollars. <laughs> when was the last It'll time? It'll be cheap. Yeah. When was the last time, like honestly, you guys took out a DVD from the case and put it in a DVD player and watched the DVD? Today. Oh, I do it all the time. I prefer physical media. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't have internet. I did one like a couple weeks ago, but it was the first one in a long time. Yeah. I watched the LA Confidential. That was a Blu-ray, but still, physical media. Yeah, I I prefer physical media. I've got so many damn books and movies and CDs. Uh, I'm stuck in a bygone era. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I get rid of them, nobody will take them. (laughs) You can't can't give them to anybody. Yeah. You really can't. You know, no. It's like, I've got all these. They're like, great. <laughs> Have fun with those. Yeah. That's not even a half of it. That's not yeah. even half of it. Yeah. That's like a third. Yeah. The rest of the collection is behind the wall in the green room of the uh, comedy <laughs> club. That's where the porn is. There you go. <laughs> they call that the red room. <laughs> no, different actually- different movie altogether. Different book. <laughs> uh, Brandon, how, Brandon, how about yeah, you? Right. You got any stories you've been watching this week? Um, not any particular stories, but if you do want to hear any uh, news I would bring to the table here, listen to my new uh, podcast on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Pop Goes the Game, Sh- Pop Goes the Game Show. It comes out every Monday, and uh, uh, we've had our first episode and a preview episode, and so far so good. So every Monday we'll have all your. It's basically the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. But about game shows and Strictly only game, game shows. shows. There you go. So have fun with that. I know Brandon's having a good time with that. Believe it or not, Brandon likes uh, game shows. If you, I don't know if you what? knew that. Yeah. <laughs> you like game I would shows? have never guessed. Wasn't sure anybody well, was aware of that. This person on here. Exactly. Let me ask you what your thoughts are on the wipeout. Wipeout it, coming back? Yeah. Are they still coming back? Since one of the contestants died, like immediately, that actually happened in season two, and they wait. What happened? Yeah. Um. So it was like a month ago. It's kind of old news. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. But uh, they because TBS is reviewing Wipeout, and uh, one of the contestants ran the course. They felt ill, and they were rushed to hospital, and they later died. And John Um, Cena made a joke. Was it COVID related? I think. I think uh, what I remember is they had a, a couple medical issues, but they were cleared to run the course. Right. Like, um, but uh, I, I'm I'm not for certain on that, so don't quote me. Uh, mm. But are we sure they're dead? <laughs> I heard <laughs> they're coming but, but back for season three. But the same thing happened during when they were filming season two back in like 2008 or nine, and obviously that didn't stop them from doing like five, six more seasons after. So hmm. I don't think it really casts that big of a shadow on the new reboot. That, like, <laughs> they just, they're like, fuck might. it. Somebody's going to die. It's okay. That's <laughs> just, it's the, the cost of doing business folks. <laughs> Somebody's going to keel over on the course. And it's a brutal course from what I hear. So it doesn't look pleasant. Even the old ones, but the new ones look a little, just slightly more violent. So, yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> Anybody Do they have remember? a Thunderdome? No. 
<laughs> no, they are beyond that, Curtis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't stoop to that level. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know what you well, think are the top stories well, each and every week. Wait, if we, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Go ahead. So we're just going to just not talk about <laughs> Curtis having that dog in his lap? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't recognize that. I thought it was like a doll. <laughs> No, no, the uh, the Eraserhead Babies on the uh, DVD shelf. Oh, okay, that was my fault. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Let us know say, what you say think. Hi, it- say hi to Samson, everybody. That's oh, it looks it looks Samson, like Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. Those ears, kind of like Baby Yoda. That's right. Um, it's Grogu. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it looks like Baby Shut Yoda. Up. Shut up. It's Baby Kilda. Let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. And on that note, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about our favorite moments in entertainment and pop culture from the dumpster fire that was 2020 and what we're most looking forward to this month, the month of January. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, so bringing it back around, I know everybody's ready to put 2020 behind us, but... I think it's important that we acknowledge the fact that it wasn't all bad. Um, yeah, it was a lot of bad, but it wasn't all completely <laughs> bad. Uh, so what we're talking about this week is each of us have come up with a list of the three things that we most enjoyed in entertainment and pop culture in 2020. And I know the list for a lot of things is small because movie theaters were shut down. Uh, a lot of things got delayed. Comic books practically imploded. Um, the whole industry. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that went bad, but there were some, some gems, some nuggets that we can mine out of 2020. So, uh, we'll just, we'll take it however you guys want to. We can everybody list off, you know, three, two, one, uh, you know, we can go around the room. Everybody give you the number three, everybody give you number two, everybody give you number one, or we can go individually and each person can just go three, two, one and knock them out. However you guys want to do it. I don't give a fuck. Let's talk about the three things, your top three favorite things in entertainment and pop culture from 2020. How do you guys want to do this and who wants to go first? I like the one at a time. One at a time. All right. That works for me. All right. Curtis, you want to go first then or? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Um, I like this movie quite a bit. So this is your number three. Why? This is my number three, uh, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog, and Sonic it's because Hedgehog. of Jim. It's because of Jim Carrey. I, I I love Jim Carrey, and if he wasn't in that movie, I probably wouldn't give a shit. 
But I will say this. The stuff with Ben Schwartz and Sonic and all that was actually not awful. Yeah. I love Ben Schwartz. James Marsden was pretty good in it. You know, it was good to see him not be Cyclops or get killed a hundred times like in Westworld. (laughs) Right. And, uh, yeah, Jim Carrey just stole the movie for me, and he hasn't really lost his touch. So that was good. Right on. So Sonic. Sonic Sonic at number three. All right. So what's your number two, Curtis? Number two? Um, Number two was... Hold on. Are we going around the room or are we doing one at a time? I thought we were doing around the room. Okay, that's fine. I didn't know. I thought I'm, I misunderstood what we decided. All right, so let's go around the room. Who else? Who's ready with their number three? Nobody's uh, ready with their number, number three. Okay. Was um, probably uh, HBO's Raised by Wolves. Okay. Um, HBO Max original. Yeah, that was a really yeah. cool show for me. I really like sci-fi, and they did it re- did it well, and it was written well, and um, it was fun. Felt like the little bit of uh, felt a little bit like they dropped the ball a bit with the last season of Westworld, and like this was like their attempt to kind of make nice and be like, oh no, we can still do hard sci-fi. Sorry, we fucked up Westworld. All right, who's next? I'll go. Uh, okay. At number three for me was a Netflix original uh, called Sing On. They actually had three different versions of this show. They had a German version, uh, a Spanish uh, Spanish version from Spain, which came first. What? We're trying to count to three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it three? Curtis, Curtis is working is hard. Three? <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is this is my number three. There you and go. There were three versions of this show. Okay, uh, so there weren't nine versions. We were multiplying. <laughs> That's our no, fault. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is my number three pick. There were also happened to be three versions of the show. The Spanish version <laughs> came out first, then the German version, then the American version, which I'm was kinda... actually all filmed in Pinewood in England. And it was a uh, kind of a karaoke game show, and the uh, uh, American version was hosted by Titus Burgess from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It was a really I'm... fun show. I'm kind of proud of you for not going Spanish version number three, German version number two, English version number one. No, 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 no. <laughs> and these are all my subs. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. My honorable mentions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, honorable mention, the Malaysian version. <laughs> the <laughs> all right, the very good. version. Yeah, the Haitian version. All right, so number three. Uh, let's see, who else has their number three ready? Brad, Kinney. Go. Okay. Uh, let's go with Fat Man with an F, starring <laughs> Mel Gibson. Right. It's a movie that just like came out like last month, but quite enjoyable to watch. Mel Gibson <laughs> play a very gruff asshole Santa Claus, <laughs> <laughs> who's fending off would-be assassins, uh, played by Walt Goggins. Yeah, that's as you do. Pretty fun. I wrote awesome. this in high school. <laughs> Did you? Like, it, it, it feels like that. Had Frosty the Snowman as the assassin. Uh, it did. It's pretty yeah, simple. Frosty strangled the fuck out of him and threw him out of the sleigh. There you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, number three, Kenny. What's your number three on your list? Um, I'm kind of not gonna start off with any movies or TV. Just pop culture stuff in general okay as everybody knows i collect funko pops and 
for me. What? I mean, no. Knowing that, uh, yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, knowing that, finally seeing the Marvel zombies line roll out. Mm, nice. For me, that was kind of exciting because I love how they look and everything. So actually getting to have them and see them and everything, I was pretty excited about that. Very cool. As the old man in the group, I don't know if you knew this, Kenny collects uh, Funko Pops. If they made game show <laughs> Funko Pops, you and Brandon would like to just be sitting in the corner giggling to yourselves. I know they make it out with Trebek Funko Pop. <laughs> well, there you go. Ooh, I got, yeah, I got, I got, the I got <laughs> there you go. I got Vanna in the red dress. Ooh, I got the Vanna in the white dress. No. Which one's this that you had, Curtis? <laughs> what? I mean, not Curtis, uh, Kenny. Sorry. <laughs> got the Alex. Curtis is the one that looks like the 12 year old. You caught me off guard there. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I've got the Alex Trebek, the uh, chase, where he's uh, still got his mustache. I was going to say, does the Funko Pop for Alex Trebek have a mustache or not? The, the, the common does, does not. The yeah. common does not. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. So my number three, uh, I'm going to go with, I was a little late to the party on this, but uh, I this is the video game that has taken up the most of my time in 2020. And it wasn't until probably October, November before I got on board, but I'm going my number three with Hades on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's a dungeon crawler. It's procedurally generated. So every time you go, all you do is you take your little guy and you go through different levels of a dungeon and it gets progressively harder each time. Um, but something about the way this game is written, it's very um, dry humor. It's fun. It plays on you know the Greek mythology. You're the prince of Hades, prince of hell, trying to get out of hell, um, out of Hades. And, uh, it's just, and, and, you know, most of the time in a game like this, you die and you're like, fuck, I died and I was doing so good. And this one, you're, you die and you go back to the throne room of hell. And it's, it's the, it's the process of dying that actually builds up your character. You come back with, you know, whatever you've gained out in the, in the levels in the dungeon. So, um, just the way it's written, you kind of want to pick it up and play and, and die again. So you can see what you've unlocked this time. Um, you know, every, every time you go, you know, you come back and something's a little bit different and there's a new story piece that you've been given or whatever. So, um, it's really fucking addictive for what it is. Uh, it's, it's really well done. So that's my number three. That's my sit in the car line, waiting on the kids to get out of school, bring the switch with me and just throw, <laughs> do another run of Hades just to see how far I get that time. It nice. sounds like the tagline of that should be, it's not how you live. It's how you die. It's not how you die. It's when you or not if you die, but when you die or some shit like that. Yeah. 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 Does anybody played it at all, or am I just talking to the listeners? Everybody's shaking their head. No, fuck you guys. All right, no, number but, two. Hey, but I have heard nothing. <laughs> I've heard of it though. I don't have what? a switch. Yeah, I like. I've heard nothing but good things about Hades. Yeah, it is good. All right, so number two, so we can go again. We can start. We can go back in the same order, or we can go in any order. Who's got their number two ready? Curtis, you ready to start us back off with the number two? Yeah. Um, All right, number two hey, from twenty twenty. Hey. hey, Kenny, how are you? Good. <laughs> All right, my number two was the uh, re-release, remaster of uh, Morrison Hotel by the Doors. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, because it sounded fucking amazing. That's why. Um, 
uh, I will seriously. say this: uh, the Doors Morrison Hotel is not my favorite Doors album. L.A. Woman holds that, but it has my favorite song, Maggie McGill, and uh, it's a script that I've written recently is based on that song in part. And uh, yeah, it was nice to hear a re-release. I've actually got uh, the vinyl and everything, so yeah, it's it's a great album. I don't care if you don't like, um, you know, keyboards. It's a good listen. <laughs> yeah, fuck that keyboardist. <laughs> What's his name? Ray okay. some shit. Ray Manzarek. He was yeah, played by go. Kyle MacLachlan in the movie. So. I wish that they would do, I wish they would remaster the Doors album. You know, even Ellie Woman. Do that one any of them and just take the keyboards completely out and show Dude. everybody how much better it would be without those fucking keyboards right on the you storm could, you could do side on the storm would not work without the keyboard it you could do you could do side one originals no organ at the beginning nothing yeah. that. side one well, original side two completely keyboardless i will say light my fire the keyboards i find kind of annoying on it but I like I get it, Kenny. I get it, but there are a lot of <laughs> shit that the doors made that you just can't take the keyboards out. It's like essential. And, you can uh, because what you can do is <laughs> teach that guitarist to actually play really well, and then he can fill in where that keyboard was at. It it works. It the, does. A lot of their earlier stuff, though, like they didn't have a bassist, so while he's playing like the loud, obnoxious keyboards over here with his other hand, he's playing the bass line with his keyboard i know you're like just good a bass player but no that's pretty fucking talented <laughs> I mean, he's got one hand doing you gotta th- the other one over here you gotta well, think yeah. about this in terms of a band you know they weren't making it like you know 18 bucks a show so if you gotta split that five ways that's hard to do when you're a high yeah. school dropout now if you can get that down to just four band members everybody's getting you know 450 it splits really easily that way so okay but be- before we start sucking that keyboard's <laughs> cock and going where he was playing the bass and the other, so he was playing all this fancy bullshit on the, guitar, the keyboard that didn't need to be there. Then over here, he was playing the bass, which in a door song would be like thump, 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 thump. Whatever. So, <laughs> no. Like, if you go listen, like, even like they did get a, they did have. We've opened up a can of worms players. here, guys. You did. Yeah. <laughs> they did have a session bass player, and even like the L.A. Woman had uh, Elvis's bass player playing on that album, and that's a pretty, it's a, it's a really good bass line in all those songs on that album. But no, like the keyboardist, it's good. But yeah, my number two was Morrison <laughs> Hotel re-release. It's a great album. Maggie McGill, the very last song on that fucking album, is my favorite door song. So, and it inspired me to write a script after right I started it. Did you want to change your pick at all, or <laughs> did you want to change your pick at all? Or are you going to stay with that? Oh, I'm going to stay. With okay, that. I just thought I'd give you an out. All right, uh, let's Despite see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go. Who was it next? Do we go back to to Caleb no for one, your number two? No one wants to follow that. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> like fuck you guys. I'm, I'm going with uh, this pipe organ re-release that was out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My my number two is Mandalorian. Everyone, right I, everyone liked it. It was awesome. It was great. It's good. Yeah. Yep. 
That was the uh, yeah. last thing we recorded, uh, the yeah. bonus episode we did that came out yeah. on Christmas Day. I, and yeah, everybody everybody liked it. Everybody loved it. Mandalorian. There's, <laughs> a, there's not much you can say about it. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Kevin Smith like, cried. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. Could, you could just like forget about all the 2020 bullshit while you're watching Mandalorian. You're just like, oh, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. For, for 45 minutes a week, you can leave the world yeah. behind and just watch the Mandalorian. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to Brandon for your number two. My number two is another Netflix original. It is called Ragnarok. Uh, I don't know if you. Oh, any, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, With Taika Waititi no, and Chris Hemsworth. It's a uh, <laughs> oh, uh, scene where Mark Ruffalo jumps and. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not actually. No. Um, no, it's a Nor- it, yeah. Yeah, it's a Norwegian show. No, it's not. Um, yeah. And it's like a teen drama mixed with Norse mythology and action and uh so you like that? what so it's you his like number that? two it's his number two yeah <laughs> I, I i i i heard about it on a podcast and uh and uh i i thought hmm i want to sh- cuz i i kind of watch the same type of shows over and over again, uh, game not shows? just game shows, oh, not okay. just game shows, but <laughs> like I like I like watch a lot of sitcoms. I don't actually watch many one-hour dramas. Like it, it took me a while to finish Mandalorian season one. I haven't even started season two yet. Um, yeah, and I, I just don't. It's it's more of a struggle for me to watch these one-hour drama shows. Um, but uh-huh. uh, Ragnarok's only six episodes, uh, and uh, it's gorgeous looking. Um, because uh, it's Netflix and it's in Norway and it just this everything looks beautiful and it's it's a fun story and uh, I really enjoyed it. It it's not something you me knowing myself it was not something I expected to like, but I I I enjoyed it. Right on. So I it's got, like uh, it's like the, it's like the uh, junior version of Vikings, right? Yeah, no. I guess so. It's like it's more. <laughs> well, actually, what it is is it's like it's like imagine like a show like I don't know. Take like if Arrow wasn't about superheroes, but instead was about Norse mythology. It's like a CW show. Okay. Yeah, I I couldn't get through the first episode all the way. For I was like, eh, not for me. But that's just me. Did it get better? But you watch a lot of CW shows, don't you, Kenny? I do. And you're big yeah, into the I Norse mythology. <laughs> drama, like the, like a lot of Norwegian critics. There was a show in Norway called Scam that was really popular. They remade it on Facebook Watch as Scam Austin for America. Uh, but uh, a lot of people just said it's Scam, but with a Norse mythology superhero type of twist to it. Am I? And uh, and I know some people who. Who watch uh, Scam and uh, and it, they're two different shows, but it it has some of the same actors and and it's a teen drama, but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, um, it's it's like uh, I would definitely go back if you get a chance. Like after you get up after episode one, like it starts getting pretty. It's more yeah, complex. It's interesting. It's, it's cool. And, and, and because it's on Netflix, they can do crazy shit with yeah. shit, visual shit on it. Yeah. Like, it the CGI really isn't good. great, but, like, some of the stuff they just they have the balls to do is really, is really something. 
I'll give it another shot. I was going to say, you sat through, and I know this for a fact, you sat through shit with CG like Mortal Kombat Annihilation and the Scorpion King. If you can make it through the CGI on those, yeah. it's not the well, CG yeah, that's going to take it. Like it's, 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 it's I'm just it's saying. Is it like Doctor Who level? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's like Peter Capaldi final season Doctor Who level okay because it got better since eccleston but like i'd even say it's like closer maybe to matt smith doctor level of effects right on and it wasn't awful so yeah that's good yeah it yeah. was watchable and, and and spoilers but most of the cgi is like in <laughs> the final episode <laughs> during the Ragnarok, I would guess. I don't know, just again, based off the title. Yeah, right and on. it's coming back for a second season. They've been filming. Helena it, took uh, over, and Thor had to fight her. Yeah, yeah that's so not, not, not the same story. <laughs> oh wait, shit. I mean, I mean, technically, if Ragnarok happened, then we would be starting into the Bible stories. So that would be a whole different show. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, Ragnarok, and we're getting a second season. Wait, how's that work? <laughs> Right. All right, let's go. God. Let's go to Brad uh, for your number two. Oh, oh, I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Thor. I wasn't following the Thor talk. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess my number two would be just a TV show casts doing reunion on YouTube. Just kind of keep that broad, you know, kind of broad because like Community did it, and other right. shows did it. Like Happy Endings, I think did it. And, Community one was great. Community one was pretty funny. They got um, the Pedro original Pascal. cast with the exception of right. Chevy Chase, and then they brought yeah. Pedro Pascal in. Really funny. Um, yeah. Did recreation start that? Yeah, Parks, Parks, yeah, Parks, Parks recreation did one on actual television. Yeah. yeah. Pedro Pascal but of course, reading the script was hysterical because there was all these semen jokes and he just like was cracking up <laughs> the entire time. Like, how did you guys get away with this on TV? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, that's it's that with everybody right with everybody being uh, quarantined and isolated. Yeah, it's fun seeing what some people have managed to put together over Zoom and doing shit like this, table reads and whatnot, cast reunions, all those kind of things. Yeah. Do you remember uh, John Krasinski's uh, Some Good, good news, news Yeah, on YouTube? Right, that was before cool. he sold it. Yeah. yeah. Fucker. Sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's all right. Everybody's got to make a dollar. Because, you know, he was hurting for money some, before that. What were some other ones that came out? Do you know, uh, Brad? Th- there been well, a few. I know they, they did the 30 Rock reunion special, which was kind of not too well received. I haven't right. actually seen that. No. I haven't seen it either. I think it was more of a hey, here's your fall lineup on NBC. We just happened yeah, to get the Thirty Rock, thing, yeah. and they used Thirty Rock mm-hmm. as. And uh, uh, our our local NBC broadcaster wouldn't air it because like half of the country was refusing to air it because it was basically a glorified advertisement for right. Peacock streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, there have been a lot of films that have done it as well. Like I know the Goonies, yeah. uh, Princess Bride, you know, and then yeah, a lot of yeah. the, a lot of these just recently even. Yeah, I think Stand of, by uh, Beats, uh, Stand by Me had one as well. Yeah, I think so. A lot of uh, a lot of conventions have gone online this year, and that's the kind of programming they've been putting out as well. I know a lot of cons were doing, you know, like cast reunions and shit. So, right on, good right. pick. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Kenny for your number two. What's your number two from twenty twenty? 
number two came very, very almost at the end of 2020, just because it was originally supposed to be released earlier in the year, but they, uh, the History Channel didn't pick it back up, so uh, Prime Video did. And that was Vikings, the final season of it. So I followed that show from the first day it was on, and I love it. I didn't, this season was, it wrapped up nicely, but it was the least historically accurate one of all of them. Right. I mean, they, they, they can only be so accurate because they're not uh, in real history. They're not a hundred percent sure if there was a Ragnar, who was a Ragnar. They thought, you know, a few of the different Kings were Ragnar and there was uh, some confusion about like different things that happened. But for the most part, it was at least, things that happened and those kind of the people where this season was like, we're just making good TV. So, <laughs> but I was, like I said, it's supposed to come out earlier. Like, uh, it was either during the summer or at the very first fall, but it got, it never got picked back up by history. So, uh, so I was super excited that it finally did come out so I, I was literally waiting all year for this thing so that's my number two right on very good uh let's that's see great. <laughs> are you all right uh, i'm fine i'm just, the minute kenny said number two i don't know the way he said it, it just made me think of you know shit and then like, I saw Brad's face and I saw like he thought the same thing. I was like, yeah. And then I fucking lost it. I had to like hide underneath my phone. Uh, Brad still not made it back yet. Here he comes. <laughs> I actually didn't even think of a, a poop or anything. I just heard him say it came late at the end of 2020. I was like, oh, he got another erection fight. <laughs> and that's what I thought Curtis was thinking too. <laughs> It's not like, wow, you took a shit late in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite shit of 2020. <laughs> this you can tell, you can tell I was relaxed. We, both, we had just had beans. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, that's what caused the heart on, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. It's like, it's like, it's like my dog. He, he gets a heart on when he shits. It's weird. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Fair, it, I right. don't get it. I don't get it, Samson. <laughs> There's only so one way to relieve him at that point. So, all right, <laughs> let's see. I got my uh, my 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 runner up <laughs> to keep Curtis from uh, doing that again. Um, the the pop culture and entertainment uh, thing in the um, in the two hole. It was, uh, uh, for me, also came really late in 2020, <laughs> but I I didn't even know I was waiting for this all year because I didn't know it was going to be a thing until right before it happened, um, but God was I glad to see Letterkenny back. Uh, Letterkenny oh, Season yeah. 9 is my number two. Uh, I read somebody who had kind of critiqued the season, and it's like, have you even watched the show? The shit you're bitching about is the show. Um, so yeah. if you liked seasons one through eight, you'll like season nine. It's, 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 it's great. <laughs> it's, you know, with spoilers, you know, I'll, I'll keep the spoiler warnings of that, but, uh, Jimmy Dickskin has a bigger, uh, a bigger presence this season. Um, yes, he does. <laughs> there's a lot, <laughs> going, a bigger, bigger presence. Um, so yeah, it's, it's Letterkenny's one bigger of those shows Dickskin. that, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Letterkenny is one of those shows that when it's on and there are new episodes, we, we, we make ourselves ration them out and only want, watch one a night. So it's like, that's, that's what we do because that show is priceless and you hate to see it in, but God, that's such a, isn't it, isn't it show. like 10 minutes an episode though? No, the, no, the originals were on YouTube. Um, they were 10 minute shorts and then they got turned into a, a television series so it's just like any other half hour sitcom okay. it's you know 22 minutes when you take the commercials out or whatever so um, i've seen i've seen quite a bit of it but that's been a couple of years so you need to get yeah. caught up because it's uh it's fantastic oh yeah See, i can't help but i have to i binge watch the whole thing so like 30 minutes <laughs> yeah well no i mean the, you know the whole series no i mean it feels then, like you're done in 30 minutes it's yeah, one of those yeah, where you're like man. fuck that was it and then i come back and i'll watch it a second time but spread it out over you know watch one a day or one every couple days something like that i usually end up watching the seasons three or four times yeah no it's a good season they did one episode i think it was it's like somewhere right in the middle of the season but they did one that didn't look like a lot of the other episodes they were doing the it was like the the sleepover episode but they were doing a lot of they were doing a lot of nighttime exterior shots which was kind of weird you don't see that on this show um so it it just felt kind of different um but it was it was a lot of fun i really really like letter kenny and i'm glad uh anytime there are new episodes of it it felt like we got shortchanged like there wasn't a full it felt like we were missing an episode or two so maybe there's a uh, maybe there's a holiday that they haven't done an episode for that's coming sometime before the end of this year i don't know I hope they do more Little Kenny, too. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun, too. God, those are funny. <laughs> yeah. So that I, was, I, uh, I, was my second one. Go ahead, Caleb. I think I think uh, if you guys haven't seen Trailer Park Boys, you should also maybe check out that one. It's in kind of a similar vein right. as Little Kenny. Yep. It's good. Little Kenny's just... Letterkenny's just the writing on it, the, the dialogue is just yeah. so fucking fast and smart, and just like it, it whips around, and you're just like fuck. You, I mean, it, you get whiplash watching it the first time because it's it's moving quick, and there's a lot going on, and it's yeah, the Definitely. writing on it's fantastic. I know one of the actors from Trailer Park Boys was in um, Pobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, you should check that out because he's yeah. at the beginning. You don't have to finish the movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoy not the that show. anybody has, but <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. But, you know. Do you Thanks, do you bro. think they would have the DVD now? The family video. Could just, <laughs> you oh, can get it, pick it up for three dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If they had porno, they, I'm sure they. Hey, while you're in there, go to the back room. I hear it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. So we are up to everybody's number one entertainment and pop culture things from 2020. We're salvaging the year. We've had some good number twos and number threes throughout 2020. Let's go to everybody's top pick your favorite thing from entertainment and pop culture in 2020. And we'll just, we'll just continue going around as we have been. So Curtis, lead us off. What's your favorite thing from 2020? My favorite thing from 2020 was watching the guys from Red Letter Media continue to put out content. Uh, those guys are fucking hysterical. And um, they, every year at the end of the, like the year, they'll do like a wrap-up of stuff they haven't seen. Well, they started that, like a, but they called it the quarantine wrap-up, part one of two. Well, right now they're at the quarantine wrap-up of part five of two. 
which is kind of funny. But um, nice. yeah, those guys continuing to put out content is just hysterical. It, it, you know, I could be having a shitty week. They'll put out a video and suddenly, you know, things are less shitty. So yeah, Red Letter Media, they're putting out good content. So if you guys have never watched Red Letter Media, you should. I think someone's typing right now to look up Red Letter Media. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what right. like. I don't know if you guys watch it, but you should. If you don't, nope. I don't. But I, heard I, again, it. heard I've heard folks who uh, are big into it. So, right on. Very cool. So that's Curtis's number one. Let's go to Caleb. Your number one favorite thing from 2020. Uh, my number one favorite thing from 2020 was uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, which is a, a game uh, on PlayStation. Um, it was really fun. I dumped a lot of hours into that game. It's a massive like open world, and you're a samurai, and the Mongols are invading Japan. Back, you know, I don't know when the like samurais were around. Yeah, and um, you're on this, you know, like part of Japan, and your job is you're trying to like drive off the Mongol hordes. Um, it's got it's really great, like smooth gameplay um the leveling system is really fun and i just dumped a ton of hours into that game <laughs> and really lost myself in it so that's my number one for 2020 awesome it like yeah. let me take my mind off all the all the bs out there so by the way we don't say mongol anymore that's mongol. a thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure Jesus. we call the mongol nation mongols yes that is <laughs> mongolians <laughs> Oh, yes. that's what we're talking about. Uh, yes. <laughs> not not mongoloids for Down syndrome patients. Whoa, no. whoa, hey. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Yeah, that was that was you, Curtis. All right. Let's go to Brandon for number one. Brandon, what was your favorite game show? I mean, what was your favorite thing in entertainment pop culture from twenty twenty? You're not completely far off. It's actually a reality competition show. Oh, okay. Uh it it was also a Netflix original. And it was called The Circle. Oh, the I was American not version there. of The Circle. The Circle Jerk. Got it. <laughs> Ooh, Emma Watson. That was, that's not Netflix. That's on Pornhub. <laughs> oh. Wait, there's an Emma Watson the Circle Jerk? <laughs> <laughs> on Pornhub. Like she did a movie called The Circle. <laughs> Deep fan. Yeah, with uh, Tom Hanks and uh, John Boyega, I think. That's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Curtis would watch a Tom Hanks circle. Emma Watson and John Boyega. Why not? So uh, the circle is it's like Big Brother meets social media, where uh, you have uh, I think they start out with six contestants. People they move into an apartment building, and they each are in their own apartment. And they can't see or hear each other. The only way they communicate with each other. <laughs> well, is clearly they're not in a real apartment because you can't do anything <laughs> but hear your neighbors. Well, it's an apartment building in England. That's what I know. Maybe oh, they insulate the walls a little better. I don't know, but <laughs> they have thicker um, walls and they don't yeah. clop it everywhere on the floor. <laughs> they don't yeah. play and, rock uh, music at three a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the only, but the only way they can communicate with each other is through this voice-activated social media platform called the Circle, and uh, and it's it's twisty, it's turny, it's fun, it's engaging. It's Everything thrash. a circle isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just one smooth plane that continues to rotate at the same degrees. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's 
it's trash but it's so engaging it's really well done based on a british format um and then uh i watched that in like february and then right the monday after the quarantine started in march i was able to find the uk version i watched both seasons of that and then a few weeks ago i watched the french version because netflix made an american a french and a brazilian version <laughs> Ooh, brazilian the Brazilian circle. But it's a it's a really good show. The way they the way it's uh done is is really well. I'm gonna make a dumb joke here, but do any <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. We're not allowed to do the that. The circle must be broken. <laughs> uh, no, no. No, okay. Nobody <laughs> breaks the circle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very but good. But if you're the last to finish in the circle, you have to eat the biscuit. <laughs> oh, just, what the hell is wrong with you? A lot. Oh, on that, Brad, we're going to you for your number one. God, I don't want to follow what he just said, but okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up something that's not on anybody else's list. Uh, nope. and I, I know that for a fact. Uh, season seven of Angels of Shield ended in 2020, and I think I'm like one of I don't know three people who still watch the show. Up until watch the end. it, you watched it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the last season. Uh, oh, yeah. The show kind of ended like back in season five, and then got renewed <laughs> for two more seasons. Like, well, all right, yeah. we don't really have any story left, so let's just fuck around. And that's exactly what season seven was. There's some serious moments there, but like when they have a when they're like um, homaging movies every episode, like you know they're just having fun. Like they did. Did you say they homage Chopping Mall? Yeah, they did Chopping Mall. They did a Chopping Mall episode. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, very fun season. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Right on. Very I agree. Good. All right, so Kenny, we go to you for your top pick from 2020. What was your favorite thing in entertainment pop culture? My favorite thing has already been brought up, but. Uh, it stands. It's the Mandalorian. It got me. I was at a point where I just didn't care about Star Wars anymore, and right. that was hard for me because I've always loved Star Wars, and it reminded me why I love it so much. In the same vein as a couple of, like the Solo movie and the, you know, some of those. But it, I just I loved it, and I was so happy that the second season was just as good, if not dare I say a little better even in some parts because it was fan service and I love fan service. And so that's why it made my number one. Very good. Right on. All right. So my favorite thing from 2020, uh, mid year, uh, I'll kind of, before we went into the quarantine. So I've got, uh, my, second oldest child my middle child my daughter oldest daughter uh she's a big theater nerd and we had plans for her birthday in may we were going to make the trip and we were going to go see a live performance of hamilton and of course that got canceled and right as i thought you were going to say uh we saw cats no uh (laughs) no not cats even worse Uh, we were going to go see hamilton and that got shit canned because we're all in lockdown and quarantine and right about the time we got the announcement 
announcement that, hey, we got to cancel this. Everybody's getting their refunds. That's when Disney Plus said, hey, we've got the rights to the original Broadway production of Hamilton. We're They were going to put it out in theaters in like 2022 or something. And they're no, like, they were going to put it out in October this year. Okay, so October of 2021 which is pretty much 2022 when you're sitting back in 2020 looking at it. Um, so we, you know, they said, yeah, fuck it. We're going to throw it on Disney plus and it's available on the 4th of July. So, um, or the 3rd of July or whatever, 4th of July weekend. So that is the one thing that I've probably seen the most. It's a lot of times it's just on in the background, like as background noise, <laughs> you just kind of peek around the corner and like, Oh, this is where we are now. Uh, but it, it, I, it still gets me. There's certain scenes where it's still kind of like, you know, kind of catch you when you're, if you're not expecting it, you're, you kind of walk around the corner like, oh, fuck, it's the scene. Then you start, you know, start tearing up a little bit. And you're like, fuck it, I'm going back in there and do something else. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's probably the one thing that moved me the most in 2020, uh, experiencing it. Kind of like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's, uh, but being able to share that with the family in a shitty situation when we're all in lockdown and nobody can do anything or go anywhere during the summer, during, during what we thought was the height of the lockdown. <laughs> Little did we know what the fuck we were talking about. Um, that, that was the thing that kind of got us through that part of you know the the dog days of summer so hamilton was my number one for those reasons for 2020 so i think out of the let's see what there's six of us so three eight of the 18 things we only had one thing crossover which was uh which was the mandalorian so a pretty good list sorry jenny man what's the actor's name that played um thomas jefferson He's on oh, his uh, Diggs. Yeah. He makes really good music. I don't know if yeah. you ever heard it. It's like industrial hip hop because yeah. his band Clipping. Yeah, it's some great shit. I didn't know that was him yeah. when I first watched the bits of uh, Hamilton that I did get to see. I didn't get to finish it because it was on cast. And then I realized, oh, it's, I'm watching it in a group with a bunch of high schoolers and I feel weird. So I left. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's 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 good. Like he's really good. Even like I remember him singing on that and like oh, he's like the best part. Yeah, they oh, uh yeah. He's got, I guess, originally he and a, his partner out in Oakland or wherever he's from, they have some YouTube uh, videos. If you go look up, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like live action Calvin and Hobbes, and he's uh, playing Hobbes, and they're just recreating yeah. the comic strips. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, the guy, the guy's great. I mean, he's, you know, obviously right now he's in Snowpiercer season two coming back this month. Uh, so yeah, he, he's 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 very uh, charismatic on screen. Whatever it is he's doing, whether it's it, music or you, yeah, if you go to YouTube and look up clipping Blood of the Fang, that's an amazing music video. Right on. Well, that's a good transition, I think, into our uh, our final discussion topic for this week, which is going to give way to our pop quiz here shortly. Um, you know, we got 2020 behind us. We all thought, man, if we can just get to 2021. I mean, nobody expected shit to like miraculously at like 12.01 a.m. on the first. We're like, hey, everything's bad is behind us. Nothing bad happens now. I mean, we kind of were expecting, you know, things to be better in 2021. And we got a good solid like five days out of that. Um, before, yeah, Tony Roberts died. Before the show. Mate, well, <laughs> maybe. Uh, so, you know, we got a few good days, but... 
January has a lot of stuff uh, on the docket, I guess, on the schedule. And so we'll just go around. We're going to come up with uh, everybody just throw out one, maybe two things that you are most excited about entertainment and pop culture in January. And then from that list that we throw out, we will narrow it down. And that will be this week's pop quiz. So who's got something they are excited about this January? Not everybody at once. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the one to step on everybody well, else. Go ahead. I can't look at the list again because my phone's in use. That's all right. Well, for me, not only because it's my birthday, but right. on my birthday, the uh, cast of Avatar The Last Airbender are getting together to do a reading, and they're doing it for mm. a charity. So I, that's kind of something I'm looking forward to. Very cool. I've got one. What's that? Okay, um, so the beginning of this month, May, yeah, I think it was the beginning of this month, Red Letter Media put out a part one of <laughs> um, a review of Twin Peaks The Return, and I, the, I'm eagerly awaiting the part two, because that's where the, the juiciness of Twin Peaks The Return happens, so I'm waiting to hear their review of it. All right. Hey, can I can I add on to mine that I'm eagerly waiting for Curtis to grow his fucking beard back? <laughs> I think it's going to take us longer than the month of January. <laughs> I mean, look, like this is just like I, I shaved two days ago, so like it's already coming back. It'll be back. I can't even look at it right now. <laughs> I don't look I like can't, you have a soul patch right now. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I can't even look at you, like you know. Ever since you said you don't like the doors, so. yeah, fuck the doors. <laughs> you broke my heart. Although fuck you said you like a couple of songs, I'll give you that. No, I do. I actually do like a lot of the doors songs, but those fucking keyboards, man, they gotta go. <laughs> right on. What else? Uh, what else are we looking forward to in the month of January? Anybody? Kind of intrigued by uh, Snowpiercer, just for January. Snowpiercer comes back. Uh, yeah, like late January, the twenty fifth, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the first season at all? I've not actually. Um, actually, I just found out about that today. But uh, I really like the uh, the movie Snowpiercer. Yep. So I just found out about that. And I'm like, I'm gonna check that out. It's so, worth. It's worth already the time. two seasons going. Sounds good for you know like a TV show that you might be pretty interested in. Yeah, the uh, first season is like ten episodes. Season and it just came out. Not that long ago, right? It was. Like it, wasn't it last year? Or it was summer or fall, last year, yeah. but it did just come out yeah. on HBO Max, so like a like a few days ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they they turned that second season around real quick. So we'll see what. happens. You know what's great about that movie Snowpiercer is that it was like a big fuck you to Harvey Weinstein. So yeah, fuck you, Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. So there you go. Because he wanted conspiracy. He wanted to edit the shit out of it, and they were like, "Fuck you." Yep. Yeah. There you go. What's the conspiracy? The conspiracy that, or it's like the fan theory that uh, the Willy Wonka thing and Snowpiercer yeah. are like right there. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I, I went down a rabbit hole of that. <laughs> that's not hard to do. Uh, how about Brad? What do you got for this uh, for the month of January? What are you looking forward to? I ain't got shit. <laughs> it's a it's a dismal fucking cold month. I got nothing I'm looking forward to in the month of January. I'm looking forward it's to February. Maybe it'll be better. <laughs> there you it's go. Next day off. <laughs> All right, uh, Brandon. How about you? What are you looking forward to this month? I have three things, but I'll rattle through them really quickly. Discovery yeah, go ahead. Plus, all the game shows that have come out 
this past few days and the days coming uh, up through the rest of the month and WandaVision. I'm really excited for it. WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. Yeah, yeah I'm looking That's forward to it. Very sure. good. When does What If come out? Is that a few months That's, from now? Yeah, it's like That's summer probably at like the best. Summer. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. yeah, they haven't made any uh, date announcement, but they said summer, maybe. I summer. saw some Marvel zombie shit in there, and I'm just like, that piqued my interest. Yeah. The animation looks amazing. Mm. I mean, it's like, uh, one of the things I was going to mention earlier, but I forgot to, is one of... I started watching uh, Batman the Animated Series for the first time on January 1st. Really, really good. I watched that when it aired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, and yep. I mean, like, like I, lo- I really like superhero animation, and I'm really excited that they're somehow bridging it into the MCU. Uh, so, Batman and in the MCU? That's crazy. No, no, anim- no, anim- <laughs> no, no, quality animation <laughs> oh. in the MCU. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I the animation looks gorgeous from what they've showed us, so yeah, I'm really excited. All right, so I've got two, um, and I'll defend one of them because I could see why somebody might make a piss and moan argument against it, um, but that's okay. Uh, first up, I'm going to say, so this is for me, and I know it's not for everybody, Growing up a wrestling fan, there were two things you looked forward to every what? year. WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble. And for my money, the Royal Rumble, regardless of how shitty it is, because let's be honest, it's been shitty for a, quite a while, that for whatever reason, the Royal Rumble is always just a ton of fun. I mean, it's literally get some guys in the ring and they're not doing anything. It's fucking... Everybody get in a corner and do some chops and do some punches. But for whatever reason, the the the, the whole the spectacle of it, you know, you get however many guys in the ring. Then finally, guys start getting thrown out and stuff. It that's grow, growing up as a kid. That was something that I always look forward to, and I still to this day, whenever it's Royal Rumble time, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch the Rumble. Why wouldn't I watch the Rumble? So that's one of mine that I'm looking forward to. Not because I think it's gonna be like quality television but because that's just a thing it's just it's my thing and then the other one which is really the one that i i can't say i'm looking forward to it because it already happened but it was in the month of january but if you've not caught cobra kai season three that is probably the best thing that's going to drop in the month of january and so i'm putting it on the list because cobra kai season three was fan fucking tastic it was so every good. every every beat was choreographed. I mean, you you it was telegraphed. You knew what was coming when they're doing this and see in episode one. You know what that's going to mean in episodes two, three, four, all down the line. Uh, but it it was just a fantastic. It's kind of like Letterkenny, not quite to the same level of Letterkenny, but it was one of those where it's like. Day one, I'm sitting down, I'm watching as many as I can get through, um, which, like I said, I know I ration out the Letterkenny, but with Cobra Kai, it's like you just take the needle and you just inject the Cobra Kai season into your directly into your veins. Uh, and this season was fantastic. It, it, it did a lot of stuff. It gave us some background on some characters. It it you knew where it was going at the end of, by the end of the season and it got you there. And the fact that you knew how the season was going to end really didn't fucking matter because it was such a great ride all the whole way through. Um, and I don't know, I, 
can we? I, I don't know if we can talk spoilers on it because it's still fairly recent. I mean, it's only been it's not even not even been out a week, um, so we'll probably lay off the spoiler stuff. But in general, yeah, it, it's 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 great. It's a great season. Um, they did everything they set out to do and did it spectacularly. So, oh yeah, they did so good. Like you said, the backstories of where you're like, okay, I know these people are assholes. I get why they're assholes. It's not forgiving it, but right. you do you you understand it. They're not just assholes for no reason. Right. And then you get you know you get some new old bad guys coming in, you know, and it's like I said, I don't want to spoil it too much, but you're like, oh man, and those kids are major assholes too. So it's just like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> It, it's a great yeah. season, yeah. It it did. It, the There's a lot more fight scenes in this season. <laughs> they 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 went so they. It feels like when they moved from YouTube, where nobody watched the show, to Netflix, they got a bigger budget for breakable glass. And so they were using it in every episode. In every episode, somebody's going through a window, through a glass coffee table. I don't know how you fucking keep a glass coffee table after you've had like five of them destroyed. Uh, it's just, it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's over the top. The, the action in it, you're like, that never fucking happens. That couldn't fucking happen. They're, they're doing yeah. things with, you know, whether it's the zoo stuff or some of the fights, you know, but people just show up and their fucking fight breaks out. You know, you're yeah. like, that, that doesn't happen. But you don't care because it's so much fun in the show. So, um, so that there's almost a level <laughs> of tease to it. Yeah, but it, it's like it dances that line. It's like ah, no, we're pulling it back. But it's just enough to make you love it. Yeah, it's they they balance the cheese very well on the platter. Yeah, I would give it that. So. Let's do our pop quiz selections. Uh, we're going to have four choices. With the last choice, because there's so much stuff in the month of January, the last choice will be other. So we're going to narrow it down to our three things that we are most looking forward to in the month of January. Here's what we've said so far. If we want to add anything to this, uh, we can talk about that. Uh, we've got the Avatar, uh, Last that Airbender, cast reading. That's something Kenny's looking forward to. Uh, Red Letter Media's uh, review of Twin Peaks the Return, uh, Curtis's Beard Season 2, uh, Snowpiercer Season 2, the launch of the Discovery Plus streaming service, uh, the return of network television, including game shows, uh, WandaVision on Disney Plus, the WWE Royal Rumble, and Cobra Kai. What out of those? Let's find three out of that. I feel like Wandavision's probably going to be on the yeah, list, right? Yeah, I was going to say I think yeah, Wandavision yeah. should definitely be on there. So that's a that's a layup. yeah for sure. That that's a huge one. I think people yeah. are going to be like, that's probably going to be the winner, regardless of whatever else we put on there. Yeah, everyone's stoked <laughs> for that one. Yeah, I think so. So Wandavision for sure. What else? I th I think Cobra Kai is going to be on there. I think yeah. Cobra Kai should. I I could make an argument for Red Letter Media, but I'm not going to because nobody fucking no knows. <laughs> like I mean, they're worth quite a bit of money, so right. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy watching their stuff, but 
Well, we don't need to make an argument for them. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're doing fine by themselves. So, <laughs> they don't need us know. to stump they, their shit. They don't, need, they don't need our support. They've got plenty of support on their own. Right. <laughs> they made a movie with Pat Oswald in it just a couple of years ago. They're doing better than we are. Yeah. The, the, the day we get Patton on the show, we'll start <laughs> We'll start shilling for Red Letter well, Media. That and Macaulay Culkin is probably their most frequent guest star. <laughs> yeah. Mm, All right. Anyway. So if we go well, WandaVision, Cobra Kai, what else out of that group or something else? What else do we I never I didn't hear anything about the Discovery thing. Um, it's Discovery. It's it's another fucking streaming service. Discovery Plus. Yeah, everybody's got to have a plus no. at the end of their name. Fuck, the, fuck <laughs> streaming services. We don't need I don't think anyone's excited for new <laughs> streaming services anymore. God damn. Look, like I've got 3 and I only pay for one of them. So yeah, fuck right. it. No, I pay for two of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so what do we want to go Are with you here? Say which one you don't pay for. All of them. No piercer would be something most of our audience would be. That's kind of where yeah. I was leaning. As what, well. what was the other option? It was no piercer discovery. Uh, the Royal Rumble, Rumble uh, the Avatar cast reading. Uh, I don't return. give a shit about Avatar. Okay. Sorry. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, Look, I I'd can... rather Royal Rumble be on there than Avatar. Isn't so. there supposed to be like a whole bunch more sequels of Avatar? Like they're supposed to make a live action. Oh, this is a that's a different Avatar. Different. Oh, we're talking yeah, that, about Last Airbender. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about the fucking blue. Uh, the blue alien. Rest shit. my case. <laughs> that's fucking yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem. If you got, if you can't differentiate between, are you guys talking about the cartoon or the fucking blue blue ape monkey men? There's too much going on. Throw Snowpiercer on there. Get, make three TV shows. So Snowpiercer is that where we want to go? I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards <laughs> Curtis's beard growing back. To be honest. Isn't, but, yeah, plus isn't there like supposed to be like a new president and shit? You know what? Put it on there. It's <laughs> still uh, up in the air. We don't know. <laughs> we'll see what they say. That goes. I think yeah, Tanya I Roberts is supposed to cast the final vote for the Electoral College, so we're waiting to find out if she's around or not. All right. Yeah, so actually, I'm I hope looking she forward votes. to Tanya Roberts coming back in three days. And <laughs> <laughs> in three days, she's she's like the Tanya Roberts she, Jesus. She comes out of a cage. <laughs> Happy Easter! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that is this week's pop quiz. We are asking you to vote. What are what are you most excited about? What are you most looking forward to in January of 2021? Your choices are WandaVision on Disney Plus, Cobra Kai season three, Snowpiercer. As somebody's typing a whole lot of somebody's laying on the keyboard <laughs> and adding a bunch of R's to the end of Snowpiercer or other. And if you choose other in the pop quiz, make sure you leave a comment with what it is that you are most looking forward to this January. Make the sure pop- you put Curtis's beard. Yeah, if you pick other and you want it to be Curtis's beard, make sure you uh, post that as well. This week's pop quiz is live right now for those of you listening to the podcast in your podcast player. You can vote on Facebook and Twitter by searching for and following us at 
PGTC podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages on Facebook and Twitter, so you cannot miss them. We will bring you the results of the pop quiz on next week's brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. So get in and vote. Coming up this week in entertainment pop culture, Friday, today, Dickinson, not Jimmy Dickskin, Jim Dickinson, season two on Apple TV Plus. Is anybody watching Dickinson on well, Apple TV Plus? We need to try and check it out sometime this coming week. Who has Apple TV Plus? I, I think I, I do Apple just TV because I bought a phone. And I have Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I think because I bought a phone, I like get it. <laughs> like they just hand that shit out. Like here you go, you bought a phone. Yeah. You see, if, I have an Apple, but that, I already had it, so I still have to pay for it. I guess. There you go. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not pay for it at this point. Uh, new seasons of Whose Line Is It Anyway and Penn and Teller fool us on the CW Friday night. Sunday, American Gods returns to Stars. Has anybody watched American Gods on Stars at all? I have. I've watched the the both seasons. And you look like an American god. Uh, Th- thoughts uh, on the show? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of the show, Kenny? Um, I actually liked it. I I didn't know what to expect from it. Right. Uh, I literally just saw it and I was like, American gods, huh? What's this? And I started watching it, and it's it's a good little story. I don't know how this third season will be with all the. It's gonna get it gets. Yeah, um, but even behind all that, uh, or beyond all of that, um, if they follow the book, the third season is going to be like nothing that happened prior to what's going on in the first two seasons. It's like they get it's like a completely different book in the middle of the book, or in this case, a different different show in the middle of the show. So let us know, watch it, and, and let us know what you think of it. All right. Also, this Sunday, the Critics' Choice Super Awards on the CW. Uh, where the critics say there wasn't nothing to talk about last year, so what do we like in general, I guess? I don't know. I'll have to ask our buddies who vote on those exactly what the fuck they're voting on. Uh, next week, as Brandon mentioned, a number of series return from their mid-season holiday break, including The Good Doctor, The Weakest Link. How do you like The Weakest Link, the the reboot, uh, Brandon? Um. It's fine. It's entertaining. It's not the. Sh- it's not completely the sh- show you may have watched uh, in two thousand ish. But uh, Jane Lynch does a good job, and LEDs for LED screens for days. But uh, it's it's fine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, also coming back uh, this week, The Goldbergs, American Housewife, The Connors. I guess that show's still on the air. Um, and the season. <laughs> Season well, uh, per- can, Go I, ahead. can I say something? I, I so don't know. The other day, <laughs> the other day I was flipping through the channels, and an episode of Roseanne was on. And, you know, I don't like Roseanne herself. She's kind of annoying. I yeah. flipped the channels some more. An episode of The Connors was on. I'll be honest. God damn it. I'd rather watch Roseanne. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. That's, that's my take. All right. Uh, we also have season premieres. These shows did not premiere in the fall. We have season premieres of The Resident, Two Sentence Horror Story, Prodigal Son, and Trickster. Also, new comics this week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at your local comic book stores, including DC is kicking off their Future State 
initiative line, whatever, not a reboot or a sequel. I don't know what the fuck they're calling it, but uh, the new future state books from DC Marvel's King in black series continues and a whole lot more next Thursday night. We'll be recording next week's episode of the pop goes, the culture podcast. You can actually join us live for the recording uh, by supporting pop goes, the culture on our Patreon page. You can watch, listen to and interact with us as we're recording. We actually read your comments and we might read some of them on the air to go to find out more about that, go to patreon.com slash PGTC podcast for details. And then next Friday, of course, look for next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast in the podcast player of your choice. So we're back. It's 2021. I know we took a break through the through the holiday season. Um, we're back to our regularly scheduled every week doing this thing. Kicking off 2021, we got some things going on. First of all, by by popular demand, uh, you we do have an online store now where you can get your Pop Goes the Culture shirt, swag, more. Um, the link to our online store, we put it right at the top in the menu bar of our page at popgoestheculture.com. If you've not had a chance to check that out because this is the first you're hearing of it, uh, be sure to check that out. Order your Pop Goes the Culture swag. Uh, you can support us, like we said, on Patreon where you get access to video live streams or podcast recordings, ad-free podcasts, and more. Uh, we are going to be doing our cast watch parties and hangouts at least once a month uh, in the month of January. We've got a couple of those scheduled, actually, so following us uh, on social media for more information about that. Again, you can follow PGTC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out when we'll be hanging out on social media, uh, or excuse me, hanging out on cast this month. Links to every bit of that and more over at our website, again, at popgoestheculture.com. Curtis, I don't know what you're doing there, so I'm just going to keep it down. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing, and it really is one of the best ways to show your support for the show. I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, I definitely want to thank my co-host. I want to thank Brandon and Redbeard the Pirate and the Tiger King with Mustard and the 12-year-old girl <laughs> and Kitty and, and whoever. And if I left anybody out, I apologize. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the show. Thanks to our supporters joining us over on Patreon for the live stream. Thanks again to everyone listening to the podcast wherever you are. And special thanks to uh, everybody who helps make this podcast happen week in and week out. Has anybody got anything before we get out of here? I'm going to take that silence as a no then. Well, uh, <laughs> new episode of Pop Goes the Game Show comes out every Monday. And, Check that uh, out at we'll popgoesculture.com. Yeah, exactly. We'll have uh, This coming Monday we'll have reviews of The Chase. Uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, The Hustler, Name That Tune. Uh, I know I'm forgetting one of them. Do uh, the hustle. But uh, a lot of reviews this week. Very good. So check that out on Mondays at popgoesculture.com as well. Yeah, hey, don't forget, fuck that keyboard player from the doors. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, we he's are... He's dead, so he's already fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what I heard was that he and Tanya Roberts were hanging out together, <laughs> yeah, laying low in the hills in Hollywood. 
just waiting to make their comeback. Uh, yeah, that's... he was playing over her grave, and she like came back from the dead to be like, "Shut up." <laughs> we uh, so a little behind the scenes. Yeah, we've been talking about some things we want to do. We're gonna do a battle of the bands type thing uh, coming up in the coming weeks. So uh, we'll see if the doors make the cut for the battle of the we, bands. We, we somehow battled in the conversation. <laughs> in the conversation to see is this a good idea or not? It is, already, it's already crazy. turned into a knockout drag out uh battle so we're all coming from different locations right now instead of the same room because it would have turned into a knockdown drag out coming over this table the 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 thought of kenny knocking out buddy holly with his bare fist is kind of funny there you go all right well gang that's it for this week again i've been joey mills with pop goes the culture podcast network have a great weekend we will catch you back here next week for another brand new episode of the pop goes the culture podcast be safe be healthy be happy stay out of any riots (laughs) whatever the case might be (laughs) we will catch you back here next time we'll talk to you later see ya bye bye This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.